listener production. Relief for US investors as key inflation data passes muster. And Aussie shares expected to begin Monday on the back foot ahead of key monthly inflation data. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Monday the 2nd of October. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. US markets were mixed at the end of the session on Friday. The Dow Jones down by half of 1%, the S&P 500 down by a third, and the NASDAQ up by around 0.1 of a percent. We had the bond markets well behaved under the circumstances. A two-year treasury note was down by two basis points, as was the 10-year, 10-year closing at 458, and a two-year at 505. With everything that went on on Friday, Ryan, what stood out to you? Well, what was interesting is that we saw the Dow Jones climb by 227 points at session highs. The S&P 500 added 0.8% and the NASDAQ climbed 1.4%. And the reason for that, of course, is that we did see a moderation in the US Federal Reserve's key inflation report. So the personal consumption expenditures price index, the deflator version, which strips out volatile energy and food prices, that rose by just 0.1% in August and that was up 3.9% on a year ago. So that was important. That provided support for the markets. When you look at that moderation in the core number uh, from 4.3%, that was a very welcome result. It was, and the monthly increase of 0.1% was the smallest since November 2020, which was encouraging. And it was the first time we saw the annual number below 4% in more than two years. So Certainly some progress being made on the inflation front, but of course, all prices jumped by 27% in the September quarter. And we know that OPEC and Russia aren't going to relent when it comes to production cuts and supply restraint when it comes to oil. And on the flip side, we have seen some improving data out of China suggesting that demand for oil may lift. So key supports there for oil at the moment, but from a monetary policy perspective, We did see, if you look at the University of Michigan Consumer Confidence Index, which was released on Friday for August, we saw inflation expectations from consumers for the next 12 months, importantly, ease to 3.2%. Now, that's critical. From the lows of this year, we have seen oil prices rise by as much as 50%. We're in the early stages of a very significant impact on headline inflation. You make a good point. So rising oil prices really are driving the cost of gasoline and petrol prices at the pump at the moment. And that really does suggest that the road to the Fed's 2% inflation target and even the RBA's 2 to 3% inflation target will be long. So we did see the overall PC price index, which includes those volatile items, including energy, lift by 0.4% in August. And over the 12 months, it actually lifted from 3.4% in July to 3.5% in August. So The task for the central banks has become more complicated and the outlook more cloudy on the back of this. I think the impact on bond yields is important here. So any support for inflation, which is coming from oil at the moment, has been reflected in bond yields. And we saw a huge run up in bond yields in the September quarter and also the September month. In fact, the US 10-year Treasury yield jumped by 49 basis points in September. That's the biggest monthly gain this year. In the third quarter, September quarter, the 10-year yield rose by a staggering 76 points, and that was the largest quarterly gain in about 12 months. So it's reflected in these higher bond yields, which is having a downward pressure impact on equity markets. Uh, Yes, you've had the move higher in oil prices, but you've also had that complementary move higher where rates are concerned. So 
is it all baked into the prices? And over the course of the month, you had the uh, S&P down by 5%. So is all of that tension in some sort of equilibrium at the moment, or is there something that's going to break it? Really, at the moment, we're seeing a tightening of financial conditions. And while the pressure on central banks to lift interest rates in the near term has moderated somewhat, they are still data dependent and they'll be looking at these inflation numbers, particularly the oil prices, very closely in the months ahead. So another very important outcome at the weekend, Ryan, the US government avoid a shutdown with both houses of Congress passing some important legislation at the weekend. And you've got the MAGA Republicans incandescent that the Speaker of the House of Representatives fell in line with the Democrats. So you know, you could very easily see a messy situation here in the next 12 months eventuate, which is not going to make things easier for the markets uh, at all. Well, one of the things with this was that House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Republican from California, who's now under pressure from the right of the Republican Party, he didn't include financial assistance for Ukraine and its ongoing war with Russia in this legislation. So that presents some political issues at the same time in terms of the global message as well. It's not great. I mean, um, without getting into that political discussion, there are other ways that they can include support for Ukraine uh, financially, but that's not for us because we're not a political podcast. No, we're not. But I think it's important if we look at what happened in the US, Tom, in September, the Dow Jones fell by 3.5%, the S&P 500 shed 4.9%, and the NASDAQ slid by a whopping 5.8%. The latter two posted their worst months in the year. And then in the September quarter, the S&P 500 index was down 3.7%, the Dow lost 2.6%, and the NASDAQ shed 4.1%. So tech shares were under pressure in the quarter on the back of the rise in those treasury yields. I mean, again, I come back to this very important question. Has the expectation of higher inflation as a result of oil prices been reflected in the moves that we've seen in the month and the quarter? Or should more caution be applied under these circumstances? That's that's really the key thing to have in your thinking as you head into the final quarter of the year. Absolutely. So the key question is whether we're in oversold territory when yep. it comes to US shares at the moment, or whether we're going to stay on the back foot because of rising bond yields and inflation and global growth concerns. Which makes it very much like one of those championships that was resolved at the weekend, because they were we're all on tenterhooks in the final stages of those games. And uh, there's some similarities in the way that these markets are performing. The final quarter of the year will be very illuminating in that respect. Uh, so in terms of what to expect this week, Ryan, for me, it really turns around the employment figures in the US at the end of the week. If there was one thing that uh, I had to look out for with a gun to my head, Absolutely. So on Friday, we get the non-farm payrolls in the US. The Commonwealth Bank economists are expecting 200,000 jobs to be added and the unemployment rate to be 3.7%. So not a lot of movement there, but of course, any variation in terms of those consensus numbers will have a huge impact on the market. We've got the Reserve Bank of Australia tomorrow and the Reserve Bank of New Zealand on Wednesday. Neither are expected to make any changes to interest rates, but of course, Michelle Bullock will be hosting her first board meeting tomorrow. So the futures are pointing to a pretty solid knock for the local market when we kick off later on this morning. Uh, the ASX 200 is expected to be down by a half of 1% after the SPY futures lost 38 points or a half of 1%. Oil prices 
a little weaker, but still holding those elevated levels. Brent crude oil at 95.31 a barrel, down 7 cents or 0.1 of a percent. NYMEX light sweet crude oil down 92 cents or 1%, finishing the session at $90.79 US cents per barrel. Anything else for you as we head off for the day? Just quickly, we've just had some data out from CoreLogic and home prices in Australia rose by 0.8% in the month of September led by gains of 1.7% in Adelaide, 1.3% in Brisbane and Perth, and 1% in Sydney. The Aussie dollar is doing reasonably well. It seems to be happy consolidating above 64 US cents for the moment, 64.3 US cents. Thank you for joining us on this public holiday Monday, but of course the ASX is open. I hope it serves you well today. Look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved, and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting, and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.